Hi guys, um, yeah, so this is um, post-recording, um, editing version of Ivan here, because um, this is a two-part special, as you know, so just to say thank you guys so, 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 so much for a f- amazing um, season one, it's been great, you guys have been so supportive, um, like, this has been such a surprise, the podcast literally started from nothing, um, and it's like really, really transformed in the past two and a half months, um, three months and two weeks time, actually, by the time I'm recording this. Um, um, and just to say, yes, this is part two of the season finale of um, season one. Um, so enjoy. Um, and hopefully soon we'll be seeing you guys for season two of the Being Alive podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, really deep. Do, Sorry, for a second I was like, oh my god. Um, I think also in comparison to that, there's this quote that I saw on Instagram a couple of days ago. Or did someone send it to me? I can't, I can't remember what it was, but um, it popped up in the podcast's feed. Um, and basically, there was the quote was saying, Are You guys ready for this? This is real deep. All right, everyone, if you aren't sitting down, sit down, sit down, hold something. Um, <laughs> I'm about to say, making it sound super bombs about to go off, but um, the the quote was basically talking about how in the return, I'm probably going to mess this up, but in the return to getting back to normal, take the time to realize what parts of normal are worth getting back to. And I just looked at that and I was like, oh my god. Oh. Like, yeah, and I actually, and I actually, sorry, and I actually I really like that. <laughs> that and I actually thought about that. Am I talking like... already again? I am, aren't I? Sorry. Eddie? Okay, oh, sorry. No, no, I was just I, saying, that's the point I was trying to make, but like, they did it much better than me. No, <laughs> <laughs> that counts. I think what it was is when I heard it, I had to like take a step back and I really thought about it. And for me being honest with myself, there were like things, I'm not trying to spell any tea, but after a while it was like, I had to think back and I was like, there are things and the people's people and the um, commitments that I have or things I'm a part of that I had to take the time to think, you know, I've had so long to sit at home and reflect so long to detach myself from that how much of this do i really want to get back into and it took me a while and there's like a long list of things or people or environments or situations that i just taken the time to realize actually after lockdown i don't think i want this anymore you know mm. yeah the I unison really like that quote <laughs> so it's so good yeah. um so here's a question for you guys what do you feel like is the one thing that as soon as like lockdown is properly lifted or as close as we can get to the new normal um what things do you think you'll be so excited to see next oh my god Hugs. oh 70s afro wig please <laughs> <laughs> i like it <laughs> so... <laughs> i had to turn just shave it buzz cut Yes, my hair is so long. Oh I've been for the shave like three weeks in. Never look back. Mm, so did my brother. <laughs> everyone who did the, everyone who like had the bus cut earlier on, I, like I envied them, um, because now I like at them I was like, no, you're stupid. And now I look back on it and I'm like, your hair looks normal. <laughs> yeah, now it's too late. And now I'm like, if I cut it, that's silly because I'm going back into school. <laughs> it's actually kind of weird. I definitely had. Oh. I think uh, you can talk about it, man. 
no, 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 go, go, sorry. I've, I've seen the, the people that I've seen just out and about, just like kind of uh, men in their 20s, kind of. Most of them have had pretty like sensible haircuts. It's, they haven't like, they definitely hadn't had a buzz cut because it couldn't have grown back that quick. And I was reading an article where it was saying apparently there's. Reading a lot an article? Of- Who are you anymore? Lockdown, Eddie, go. <laughs> there's a lot of people who are there's there's a big kind of illicit hairdressers kind of um, hairdressers business where people are going going round and doing uh, people's hair at their houses. And I but think why do people do that? Yeah. I think it that's makes actually, me so unsafe. I I I don't mind it now. I to be honest, I think in London, as long as you're happy to consent to it and you're not at risk i think you're fine to do it the whole thing uh, set me on edge when i heard about that yeah a, a, a month ago i wouldn't have done it but I, i'm not gonna do it now because my head's i <laughs> I, got, I shaved my head and it's, it's going back pretty quickly so yeah do you know what it is as well with the whole like miss verona thing i think one thing that i spent ages thinking about is you know people and when I, again, I, earlier on, I was talking about um, how upset I get when you know people will be like, "Oh my God, I'm sure I'm coming." Two weeks into lockdown, and I'm like, "Listen, if and this is the thing that I think lockdown has like really built up is empathy for other people, like a huge amount of empathy for other people in the sense where you know if you're now thinking about so many other people you come into contact actively yeah. in the sense where if I'm if I don't show any symptoms. Or if I'm fine and the virus doesn't affect me, then I'm worried about the two other three people who I'm going to come home and infect. And people have like grandparents and stuff that they're avoiding, and obviously avoiding sounds awful, but distancing themselves away. Like people are thinking about their loved ones, and I think even if, and this is one thing that I really want to stress, even if you don't feel the motivation to be safe for yourself, please. For the next tw- for, for the other people you surround yourself with or come in contact with at least be safe for them yeah exactly and for someone else for your friend's grandma or someone else's mum yeah i agree everyone's got a bit more compassionate how the new normal yeah. in life um, after lockdown um really brings around a bunch of minor inconveniences that i don't think we get to I know that things that we might have taken slightly for granted before this whole thing went down. So I'll give you an example. So a couple of weeks ago, um, I was talking to um, a friend about something or yeah, we were talking about something. Um, and immediately the first thing was like, this like, the thing is, no, I'll explain, let me go back. So we were talking about something and then I was like, oh yeah, I was, Sorry, I'm buffering. <laughs> we were talking about something, and third term, we were talking about something, and then I went, oh, yeah, 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 this is, this is, this is, that, 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 And then by the time I finished the call, I was like, see, this would have been, this whole 40-minute situation would have been a quick, oh, yeah, 10 minutes of school, we'll talk about it. You know, it's it's tiny, it's tiny moments like that. Like, and especially, yeah. this is one thing that I used to say at the end of every episode, Please, like, especially lockdown, keep in contact with friends and family, with people you love, especially because, like, th- there's a friend of mine who, and there are lots of friends of mine who did this where for the first couple of weeks of lockdown, like, no one heard from them for the first four or five weeks. And everyone was like, what is wrong with you? 
obviously people like took their own time to deal with like lockdown or people didn't keep in touch or people were just figuring out a routine and stuff but i think contact is really really important um and i think it's really important that people like keep friends and family updated and really talk to people um because you know it's, it's inconveniences like that because usually like if this person doesn't respond to a message they'll be like oh i don't care i'll see you tomorrow and we'll talk about it but in that it was like a whole four or five months of all of our friends going hold on this person hasn't responded yeah. mm. i i struggle i i i quite struggle a bit because the other people mm. my friends has been a bit of a struggle because uh i managed to see some of them now but face to face but in terms of the first few weeks it was very hard to actually talk about anything like yes it, i can never i could never sustain a text conversation for more than 10 minutes because it just kind of can you not like, I've been going for hours. We know. I stayed. The conversation has slightly dried up, but I it's it's back on track now because I think everyone's in in better spirits. Mm. Summer's here, and I think it's summer just gets everyone in high spirits. Uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, I find I'm like some days I really want to kind of call my friends and just talk for ages or FaceTime at night. But I am not the kind of house party girl, like everyday FaceTiming. I want to text people all the time. I found, I just kind of, I even know this. Oh, I just don't well. open messages. So, I really don't. Because uh, I no, get in I'm, these mentalities where wait, I cannot, so, I cannot bear to have a conversation with anybody. I'm like, so, I can't. <laughs> even, oh, look at, like I have, to, I have to explain to you guys, for those of you who might be listening especially for those of you in america who listen to this <laughs> podcast who may not know how difficult texting me about anything is like i was i was oh my god i was literally talking to my mom about this i was like you know what mom i was telling her about the whole like because i tell my mom basically everything and i was like oh yeah yeah she's like oh how's the episode going i was like oh yeah there's been a massive issue with um <laughs> scheduling for today but i'll probably figure it out um and I was like, you know what? It's funny that you say this because every time I just realized that every time I need to text this person about anything, I have to just do it a day in advance. Yes, definitely. Oh, like what killed me is I had to get, I texted you and I had to get two other people from the, the, the podcast Melody, team to go. And I, and I had to go, you know what? Can you just send her a text? And they were like, oh yeah, she'll text you. She, she saw it, she'll text you back. An hour later. Oh my, it took, well, probably I'm exaggerating, it took ages. And that's one thing that lockdown has really, really upset me because, like, at first, if someone doesn't respond to the messages, like, oh, I'll see your face tomorrow or whatever. And it's gotten to the point where I'm like, listen, you're at home. I know you and I know you're not doing anything <laughs> useful. Me. Stop blanking me. It's so <laughs> annoying. And the thing is, like, I'm that person who, obviously, I won't text people, like, stop blanking me. I can't do that because that just comes across as me being, like, really needy. But I'll text everybody else. I'll be like, have you heard from this person? Are they okay? Do you know what he does? He does the kind of slightly menacing... Dot, dot, dot. The only way I can, I, I can I would... get you to respond to anything is by slightly <laughs> scaring you. Like, I have friends who, like, they, they tell me about this since, like, year, year nine. They've been like, every time, every time I, like, actually need to talk to them, I have to just send a slightly weird, off, like, balanced text. Yeah, off-putting. Off-putting, like, spit. <laughs> Like we've done something terribly wrong. Like we need to talk. <laughs> that oh, one um, kills people. I think something I've really enjoyed talking about me not contacting anybody. But one thing I have done is I've FaceTimed my grandparents. Oh, that's nice. Quite a lot. 
I know. And I would never, you know, the kind of typical, it's bad, but like, us teens, we're not really always super eager to get on the phone with our grandparents or our great grandparents or anything. Mm. But in this time, I've just like sat down and Zoom called them and spoken for ages and actually gotten to know them more as people. Because my grandparents are really cool (laughs) and it's really nice to just because you can't see them and you take that you take it for granted when you can like go up on a weekend on the train or something and see your family and see your cousins and see your friends Mm. and i think that's something i'm so excited for is being able to like sit down at a dinner talk to people and hug people and like just be in actual contact with real Mm. people yes I, no, you go. Uh, okay, you go. <laughs> I miss, I miss hugs at the moment. I, I do, I do a, like a, a kind of half educational, half like catch up thing with my gran every day at like eleven thirty. <gasps> she does, she does drone on a bit in terms of you know when we're talking about like history topics or something like that. I, mean, I do, I do it for like an hour and a half. That's <laughs> nice. But like That's it's, awesome. it's been like when she, when it when lockdown started about a week after she was like we should do a everyday thing with your brother and I. So we started it and it's kind of just become, again, a part of my routine. So I do it every weekday and it's and when I can, it, but yeah, I do, I do it most time. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So next point, this is another thing that I should, this is like probably the thing I was most excited to talk to everybody about. So Eddie, this is, see, this is where, cause I was just in your place last year. So it was me. Um, so yeah. Have you guys picked something, just for reference, Eddie's in year nine going into year 10, GCC, Big Boy Club, Key Stage 4, we love that team. Um, <laughs> how, how am I in year 10? <laughs> um, did you, have you guys picked subjects? Like what's going on? The transition from going into GCC's, how's that looking? What have you guys been yeah. told? We, we got our subject choices probably the same time as you. Did like, you get what you wanted? Yeah, I got what I wanted. I, I mean, I went with history, French, and uh, history, French, and uh, French and drama. There you go. Oh, okay, out. that makes sense. So that's yeah. It's like the no. baccalaureate option or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, my yeah. It's my grand really wanted me to do history, um, uh, French. Uh, I'm not great at French. I probably going to fail so it. Much. No, you won't. Uh, I, I'm so no. I'm actually so bad at French. I love French so much. When people like don't like it, I just get so I just get so annoyed. I'm like, it's so great. Yeah, so we we picked before we went into lockdown, and we got our um, choices back a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I, to be honest, it, it's just looking normal, I guess. Uh, I am a bit starting to worry a bit that I'm missing out on so much school because I am doing my work, but I just feel like, as May said earlier, I just work so much better in the classroom. I get so much work more work done, and sometimes I just don't have the motivation to click on my computer and do it, like. Mm. And I just think that's bad for me. But I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm trying to get as much as I can done. Because mm. I mean, if... no, you go. Sorry. No, you go. It's fine. It's fine. Because I mean, um, actually, two things. Thing one being, so we sat. Um, because uh, I feel like year nine is kind of important, and I took year nine science. Like, of, of course, like I paid attention and I kind of did well. But I took a lot of content from year nine for granted until we had that science mock um, that everyone freaked out about, and then I remember like so many things that i didn't take for granted that i took for granted in year nine were the majority of that paper physics paper one I, oh my god i yeah. nearly screamed in the exam room like i've 
and this thing like i mean it's great for you guys because now you have like the extra time to look at things at your own pace because yeah. most of year nine science kind of is important but i mean i ended up having to reteach myself most of it and i've kind of forgotten most of it anyway so when gcc comes out i'm gonna have to teach myself that again or mocks but anyway i think it's really really important so do you guys know what se- is september happening for you guys first of all i uh, looking at the government and uh, i'm probably not allowed to swear but uh, i'll say s s show they've created I would say that. <laughs> Please thank you for not. That, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I was thinking of your editing process there. Um, I, I would say that September is probably likely. Um, in terms of September, I would love to be back in September. I would, I would like break down and cry if I'm not coming back. If I'm going to come back in like October, I just the thought of waiting that long, like the thought of waiting till September is daunting me. But I think September. It's, yeah. I think it should be happening for us because I think we deserve to go back to school. But see, it's funny. It's funny you say that because at first I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to go back to school to talk to people in real life because I'm really bubbly and talkative, whatever. May don't throw any shade, but you know that was that was like my plan. <laughs> and then when school got released, when it got released, that oh my god, you guys are going back. I just been there like, oh my god, no. Like the politician, I go on about that show. The politician is being released on Netflix on Friday. Um, I'm, currently watching 13 reasons why like there's no like i have so many things that like i have so many shows i'm like i'm not ready of course it's not for like the full day and stuff but like the fact that i have yeah. to now wake up actually put school clothes on because when i'm at home like i'm wearing like practically anything um and like having to leave to go outside and then sit in a room for like three sessions and then cut that in my mind sounds like a nightmare <laughs> i yeah. know people are really looking forward to it but i think I think you once you get into it, I would. I think you would kind of start to, you know, because we've all kind of adapted to lockdown, and, and you'll adapt to it fairly quickly. And it is only until the summer, so it's not that long. But yeah. I think it's, I think it's good. You guys definitely need to go back to school in, in terms of year ten. But see, this cause... is the thing, because it's easy for, and this is why I think it's so important that you guys go back, because for us, it's slightly easier the time that we broke, so that's it, broke down. We broke up school because. We <laughs> and we broke down as well. Don't worry that about that guy. Ah, don't worry about that guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was definitely. Let me stop talking. Um, <laughs> but um, I think what it is is for us. It was kind of easy to finish certain courses or certain parts of certain courses for us anyway. Um, yeah. But for you guys, learning like brand new GCC subjects for certain people like business. Like there's certain GCCs that, especially brand new GCCs at all, whatever subject you're doing, learning content or starting to learn content from home, fresh from year nine, in it sounds like a bad idea. Mm. It just sounds awful. I just I I don't I don't know how I'm gonna handle it when I get back. I think I'll definitely work twice as hard. Uh, I always work harder in the winter months. I don't work well in the summer months. Nigga, what are you nocturnal? I'm. I'm not. Sorry, not turn. Oh my god, that's so awful. <laughs> that's so I was gonna say like. <laughs> that, that makes no sense. There's a word for that. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I just for some reason I work better in the winter. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like I just feel more focused because I have nothing else to do. Or, you know, I don't know. I just find I'm just more bubble. Well, it's kind of. It's like in the winter. It's like yeah. you you sort of yeah, only yeah, just yeah, yeah. come back 
to school like you you haven't been doing it for as long so you're you're less like burnt out but like in summer it's like I've been yeah. at school for I, so I, long probably, I just want to do anything else I don't, I don't know I, I definitely I definitely want to go back to school but I think that we are we are probably not as high up on the list as year 10 uh, and, mm. and so I think that I think that we should wait till our time comes but I don't I hope they should speed time, up the process yeah I, I hope our time is not past September because I think if it's past September then I think it starts to get unfair that we're not getting a a good ed- a, you know a good enough education because come on GCSEs we just might not be ready or we have to study so much harder so I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. um it's interesting it's really interesting um so what's the other thing um I'm so sorry I let me put my glasses on let me actually be useful um oh yeah so off call um the exam board now this is great because Luke you're not sitting exams no but we we done six exams, and obviously, as someone who did GCSEs a while back, um, <laughs> off call are looking at many many things um, in regards to exams for next year. So things, so lots of things are on the table. So things from um, scrapping exams altogether to open book assessments, which I feel some type of way about. Um, there's that. There's open book assessments. You're talking about doing what they did this year. Um, I don't know if that's lo- no longer on the table because apparently that was like a lot of dispute. Things like moving um, exams down later on in the year. So like, there's so many options as to what to do with my year group, I guess. So like, first off, do any of those options as someone who's done done um, GCCs as the GCC veteran? Um, God, that makes you sound old. I'm so sorry. Uh, actually, that is the point, but. Um, First of all, something like open book assessments, or, like all these new ways of doing GCs that are on the table. How do you guys feel about them? I think I would have benefited a lot from open book exams, uh, like for for things like English. Um, I feel like it's a lot to ask of you to have like so much knowledge and quotes from like like however many poems and different texts i feel like oh i mean obviously there's the there's the issue of like uh you don't want to spend yeah. all your time in the exam flicking through the page pages trying to find a quote but at the same time it's just like it's quite a lot but wait she's not here to hold oh no she mind. is back for a second i was like may um <laughs> um but see, it's interesting that you said that because I'm one of those people who, especially with something like English, I don't know, open book assessments, especially for off-call to consider for me, for new exams for GCCs, sounds really, really bad. Because I'm one of those people who, <gasps> listening in a classroom for me, the only one of the main reasons I feel motivated to listen or participate is like, I'm going to have to remember this stuff down the line. So that's like, that's that's the mood, that's motivation. Like for me to remember what this quote is or remember like syntax or whatever is because i'm going to have to remember that off by heart or take notes or whatever or or do my own research but what happens is in an open book assessment people are going to take exams like not that seriously which i mean again kind of devalues the whole process i think i think i'm gonna have to disagree with you there really i think yeah really like fully um i think the idea i like the idea of open book exams partially because i think the entire exam system in itself 
is flawed because check out episode five guys shameless plug i'm (laughs) so sorry but we've got we've created kids who are good at taking exams and good at learning exactly the patterns that they need to fit and exactly the box they Mm -hmm. need the boxes they need to tick and like i think we're forced to kind of worry so much about memorizing quotes and having all these kind of this whole booklet of things memorized in our mind instead of actually learning how to form really good arguments or um, kind of a thesis for a really good essay. And I think if we don't have to worry about the quotes anymore, our writing could be, if I'm just thinking about English, our writing could be so much better if we could actually sit down and think, hey, I've read this book a couple of times. What do I actually think about the characters? And I think it's more, it's more kind of relatable to then real life jobs. No one's going to kind of sit you down in your workplace and say, well, you're not allowed to read the manual for how to do this job. Imagine. You have to just do it off your Fix head. Fix a car. No, use your no imagination. Help, no textbook. <laughs> I think it's, it's about how we apply knowledge that we've been given instead of just this kind of short term crammed up memory of everything. But if you ask your parents, they don't remember anything they learned in GCSEs, really. So is, I don't surely there's anything. a better way. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what it is? Like, we were talking about this. Oh, I don't remember anything I learned in GCSEs. Again, guys, do your year 11s if you haven't checked it out. Go check it out. Really great episode. Like, we talk about exams in depth. Um, Noah said something that she wants to bring into light. Right? I don't want to get into it too much, but it was basically this idea of... Um, and he said that education is kind of like still in the um, horse and cart zone. No, not education, exams. Um, mm. Feel about it how you must, but I feel like the thing, okay, I don't want to disagree with you again because I don't want this to become like a massive debate or anything, but. No, disagree. <laughs> but the, the, the thing is, like, I understand that and I 100% get that, but I'm one of those people who, like, I've had to. I don't want to sound so like annoying or self-absorbed. What? Like you've had to learn the quotes and stuff, so why shouldn't? No, no, not even. Everyone... Oh. Um, I just kind of I think I'm one of those people who like I don't know memorizing things on the fly for me has has like been like my go-to. So the current education system for me kind of like works. Like I'm one of those people who like again like i talk about like backgrounds and stuff from like things like acting and singing and theater or music like i'll look at a a song and have to learn or memorize what the sheet music is or something like that or speeching sp- speeching that's oh god that's <laughs> awful uh, like speeches or debates and stuff or learning lines for auditions and all of that so i've had to i don't know educate the tests i don't know in a way have kind of helped me um re- helped me or my background has kind of also helped me retain education education information very quickly but the problem with the current education system i have to agree with you here on this is that i can tell you i can retain that information but i can't tell you that we did a production of what's it much job about nothing and i had i don't know if you know you may was there for the show like i had there were points in the show where i had like full-on monologues if you ask me a single line from the show i could not tell you Mm. and that was barely a year ago yeah and that's the thing because these exams like and the kind of whole system of education it works for people like you or people who are kind of good at memorizing and good at they know how to 
attack an exam but then you meet people who are really really intelligent but they get into the exam room they're like oh my god i know nothing it's all gone blank and i (laughs) everything i've done even if they've revised all night it's just gone and it's everyone learns and everyone Mm. applies that learning differently and that's where i think open book exams don't really sound like a bad thing to me they sound like i think evening out the playing field in a way I mean, I, I like I agree with you on that one. Okay, this isn't this isn't like a quote from anywhere. This isn't Ivan original. Um, get ready to um, be wowed. But I've always believed that education, sorry, not education, intelligence is a continuous pro- process. Um, in the sense where you can't. I feel like it's really bad and doesn't make sense for me to judge one person's intelligence based on one test result. That's why I've always felt so strongly about things like continuous assessment as a form of giving out exams. Because that in my mind, like, this is the thing. If someone, like, especially if you're looking at averages, if you have five or six tests, so five or six pieces of coursework that get, um, um, I don't know, that get marked or assessed in the year, and there's that one test where that person might have been going through something or they they just blanked, blanked out or whatever, that has a very small impact on their life. However, the thing with continuous assessment is if that person isn't bright or if that person hasn't been working hard enough, then the evidence will just speak for itself. Like there's no other, there's no way you can defend that. Of course, there are flaws to that system, but the flaws are much less in Uh, comparison to like a civic exam. Sorry, Eddie. I'll just say one point. Uh, I kind of half agree with May and you on this point, because I think I agree with May in the fact that open book assessments definitely kind of I, I think they do express your your true knowledge more because you know you're not in, in an exam room you are under immense pressure and I think that you definitely do get to express yourself more in an open book mm. but then and again I do agree with Ivan in the fact that exams do help us with stress because we're not always going to be able to just be relaxed in life and in work life and just be able to write something down in an hour and then be judged on that it is sometimes going to be high pressure in high pressure jobs so i that's that's my two cents on it and then going back to that eddie as well lots of people myself included have this um love hate relationship with stress and again with things like preparing for an audition or managing a string quartet oh my god let me not even start talking about that otherwise i'll start melting a, a, a quartet or like auditioning or <laughs> singing or stuff like that i'm one of those people who've had such a hate love relationship with stress because yeah. lots of some of my proudest moments have come from stress and like you were saying like even though there are days where like me was saying like you won't walk into a job and they won't give you the manual and you'll be like build a car there are times where it'll be like okay um we need this car in like the next four hours go like you'll have you'll have to life comes with lots of like i hate to say it and I, this sounds so annoying and it's a massive cliche but life just isn't and i feel like the longer you have to cope with that the better because then like in my mind school should always be a preparation for the the, the real world and the real world comes with flaws and comes with pardon yeah it, you have to deal with it and i think mm. that's you know school is a way of teaching us to deal with it in some ways so yeah. And if, I mean, if, like, there's one thing that you would learn from, like, if, if, of course, you're thinking the education system in school is awful, like, I have to hand it to them. One thing that you, the education system will always give you is how to deal, if you're not, I know not everyone deals with that, but how, or helps you identify how to cope 
in a stressful situation because that in my mind school should always be a way of preparing you for the real world i guess in a kind of way um okay so summarize final closing comments um so you know we're talking about lockdown we're talking about easing we're talking about sorry that sounds like you're going to the toilet um easing into this new um <laughs> easing into this new system um this idea of the new normal um do you okay just two questions question one do you, do you guys have any predictions of what the new normal is going to look like? I, I'll, 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 I think yeah, that I think the new normal is it's going to be different, but I think we're just going to have to. For me, I think that I can't. I can never really be sure with these things. I think I'm definitely going to have to wait and see. You know, will my life adapt? I don't know. I, I think in terms of school, it, it will kind of. I can't, it, will, it will go back to normal apart from the social distancing measures they're going to put in place. But I think in terms of our routine, it will go back to normal. But I think just in t- terms of the world, I think there's definitely going to be uh, a shift of some, whether it's like just better hygiene practices, uh, you know, COVID refunds. I don't know. But we're going to have to, I, I, I think we're going to have to wait and see. Mm. May? Um. Yeah, pretty much the same. I think at the start of lockdown, in my head, kind of by summer, this would all be like clicked back to normal. And I've realised, obviously, that it's not. It's going to be quite a long process of getting back to life like it was before. But I think I think it's yeah. I have nothing to say. Luke. <laughs> Uh, I think there will definitely like the new normal there will definitely be like new changes to like I don't know like oh yeah institutionally I don't I don't know if that's the right word but like uh, when flying like you maybe you'll <laughs> have to have like a certificate of good health from the past like week or something uh, or like just more i don't know like a permanent some some form of permanent social distancing in some jobs or whatever depressing news here Uh, we go but (laughs) pessimistically i i think i think that um big words because there's going to be like economic recession and all that uh yeah, I know, right. Um, but I feel like the government and most of the country are dead. Like, people, like, they just want, they're gonna need to make money and proper, like, social distancing will yeah, restrict sure. um, okay. a lot of no, no, that economic growth. As a, oh, okay, I'll go. As a kind of human race, we'd we've had these disasters before you know to listen to you you know 1929 stock crash world or two but as a as a kind of collective people we've definitely been able to pick ourselves up from it and whether that will take a year a few years i think we will we will see a shift in lifestyle but i think at the same time we're it's you know i can't see it being like revolutionary like we're gonna be completely new people but i think that I think that it's just going to be how we respond to different situations mm. that come up, you know, 
and how we deal with them and whether we deal with them well or whether we deal with them in badly uh, so yeah i think it just yeah sure all right last last question um and then you can all go um it's for if you have any advice for anyone um who's thinking about light into lockdown whether like luke someone going into uni or it's someone start going into gccs or it's someone going back to school or as someone who you know is wondering hey lockdown's over how do i cope da, 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 da. anxiety or taking care of your mental well-being or any like part of that if you've got one piece of advice you had to give someone all of you um what would that thing be he wants to go first i'll go first go on uh, i i think it i think for me it would definitely be you know as we were talking about earlier stay in make sure you stay in touch with people that you love and care about and mm. whether that's your you know closest friends or just your you know relatives uh you know grandparents whatever and also, you know, ask your family at home, you know, how they're feeling, because it's good to keep a check on other people, because uh, it's not only your mental health that could be, you know, going badly. And I think just talking to people is the best thing to do. That's what I would give. Great, mm, for sure. Um, next. Mm. Is May here? Oh, and <laughs> hi, I'm here. Um, my advice would be it's not as lovely and deep as Eddie's. It would be um make a really, really good playlist um. and daily, daily play it out loud and dance to it alone in your room with the curtains closed and cut so the neighbours don't see. But oh my god, on my saddest days it always brings me up. Because you you need that type of music music always oh, helps. 100%. And you need a good playlist. Luke. So um I've gotta go oh, yeah. now though, so bye. bye. Thank you. Oh, I'll Luke. <laughs> so, Luke, resident big boy, hey. year 13, closing statement of uh, I... the episode of <laughs> the season. Yeah. What one piece of advice would oh, you give? It's exciting. Oh my god. I guess my advice would be like, take time to just like it's oh. okay to take time and just be sad you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to like actively be like try to make yourself better straight away like you need time to process emotion before you yeah, can for sure. try and deal with it i guess and also like take if, if if something is stressing you out, like schoolwork, at the end of the day, yeah, you are more important. Indeed. Take care of right, guys. Than a history essay. Yeah, hundred percent. Alright, guys. Thank you, guys, so 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 much for listening. Again, if you haven't, remember to check us out on um, Instagram at the underscore being underscore alive underscore podcast for lots of fun announcements when season two gets announced you'll find it out there um lots of fun surprises and things that we'll be doing in the next couple of weeks i can't talk about but um we definitely love you guys to be part of that um and to join the being alive family just because we all stop putting out episodes for um a while doesn't mean that the podcast essentially won't stop existing there is some content on its way um and some stuff that's being 
designed and thought of so i'd say um keep your get ready for it um thank you guys so 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 much for a brilliant season one you guys have been so good